Hey, we're so happy you found us online. The message you're about to hear was recorded live at Grace Family Church. We're a community following the call to love God, love people, and make a difference. We meet at four locations around Durban and at graceonline.tv. Go ahead and share this message, or you can download it and listen to it in your car or at home later today. Wherever you are in the world, wherever you're listening from, thank you for connecting with us. And may you be encouraged by the message coming up next. So good morning everybody. Wasn't that worship absolutely amazing? My name's Mark. I'm the campus pastor at Belito. And uh, just a shout out to all the Belito guys. We're missing you guys. Um, but isn't it so good just to be together again? And this morning we start a new series about the Holy Spirit, also known as the Counselor, the Comforter, and the Advocate. And if there was ever a time that we needed to experience God's intervention and involvement in our lives, it's now. So let me pray and, and let's just welcome the Holy Spirit into our hearts, into our homes, wherever you may be gathering. And so please pray with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for giving us your Spirit. Lord, I thank you for your grace and your mercy. And Holy Spirit, we just welcome you and we ask, Lord, would you speak to us? Lord, would you help us know your peace and your rest this morning? Lord, would you help us know what's on your heart for each of us? And so, Lord, I pray and I commit this word to you, that, Lord, you would do what only you can do with our words. In Jesus' name, amen. And so, I've been listening to a song this week. It's called, Where the Spirit of the Lord Is. And I've asked Karen to sing it for us this, this morning, because there's two lines that have really just been speaking to me. And the one is, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is life. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And friends, God wants to lead you into life. And in this life that we have with Jesus, there is freedom. Even in a time of COVID-19 and lockdown and all of this other chaos, there's freedom from fear. There's freedom from hopelessness. There's freedom from depression. And so would you take a moment with me this morning and let's just sit back and allow God to speak to you as we listen to this song. And so I'm going to hand over to Karen. Thanks so much. Do what only you can do With one word the mountains move When you breathe the dead arise And the bones come back to life There is power in this room Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is life. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Like a river running wild, like a never-ending fire. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, it's your name that tears down walls. 
and every enemy will fall so we will stand and we will fight every wrong will be made right there is power in this room and I believe when the Spirit of the Lord is there is life where the Spirit of the Lord is Oh, there is freedom Like a river running wild Like a never-ending fire Where the Spirit of the Lord is Oh, you're moving, you're moving And you're moving through our cities Your Spirit fills our streets we're shouting to the nations, your love has set us free. You're moving through our cities, your spirit fills our streets. And we're shouting to the nations, your love has set us free. And you're moving through our cities, your spirit fills our streets. We're shouting to the nations, your love has set us free. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is light. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, oh, there is freedom. Like a river running wild, like a never-ending fire. Where the Spirit of the Lord is Where the Spirit of the Lord is There is life Where the Spirit of the Lord is There is freedom Like a river running wild Like a never-ending fire Where the Spirit of the Lord is Wasn't that beautiful? And friends, I want you to know that right where you are right now, that the Spirit of God is with you. I absolutely love speaking about the Holy Spirit. I love speaking to the Holy Spirit, and I love responding to His leading and just that interaction in my life. You see, my prayer is that if He is not someone that you speak to by the end of the series, that He will be. So who is the Holy Spirit? Well, we don't have a lot of time to talk about that, but He is God. He is the third person of the Trinity. He is third, not last. In other words, He's not less than, He's not an add-on. We have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. He is 100% God. And yes, He is a person. You know, there, there are many symbols used in, in Scripture to describe Him, like the wind and the water and fire and a dove. But those are just symbols. That's not who He is. They just symbolize who He is. He is God, and He has a personality. And so you might ask, well, if He's God, what is, what is the Holy Spirit like? Well, the Holy Spirit has emotions and actions and speech and knowledge. He, maybe the, the simplest way I can explain it, if you want to know what is the Holy Spirit like and His personality, well, look at Jesus. He is like Jesus because He is God. But Jesus came to walk in the flesh, and so He was limited 
in that sense to wherever he was. The Holy Spirit, being a spirit and being God, is omnipresent. So as much as he is here with me right now, he's with you where you are this morning. Now, many people think that the Holy Spirit is strange or weird because of people's reactions to the Spirit. Okay, And, um, and I've been, had the privilege of seeing people respond and react to the Holy Spirit in many different cultures and different situations and ages. And, and, and here's the thing. When you see people's reactions, that's not an indication of what the Spirit's like. That's just how people may be reacting at the moment. So their reactions don't re reveal what he's like. It just shows how people may respond. But here's the truth. He loves you. Paul speaks about it in Romans 15 verse 30. He just talks about the, the, the love of the Spirit and, and, and how we receive that and how that's made known to us and through us by the Holy Spirit. He's gentle, but he's not timid. You know, I grew up in a church culture where if people were being prayed for and there was this kind of, you know, those moments where there, there's this ministry and there's, and there's healing and there's quiet special moments and if a baby cried or people moved too much and suddenly somebody would want to kind of quieten them down and say no no you're going to you're going to offend the spirit he's going to leave I mean seriously have you ever thought about that I used to sit there thinking so this beautiful baby that God made is going to be offended when this baby cries seriously how big is your God this is he is the creator of heaven and earth and so the Holy Spirit has been active on earth since creation. Since creation, right from the beginning of Scripture, Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, we see this. We see that God created the heavens and the earth, and, and the Spirit of God um, hovered over the earth. And then God brought order and created everything we know. You see, He has always been, and He always will be, the manifest presence of God on earth. And He's still that for you, and He's still that for me. So let's go to John chapter 16, where Jesus begins to speak about the Holy Spirit. And, and you know, over the next three weeks, if there's a portion of Scripture that I can encourage you to read and to meditate on, go and read John chapter 14, 15, and 16, where, where Jesus just speaks about the Holy Spirit and the coming of the Holy Spirit. He says this. He says, But I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper... And let me just stop there for a, for a moment. This word Helper... It's this word paraclete or parakletos, and, and we don't have one English word that explains it. And the Amplified Bible explains it like this. It says the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, the standby. He will not come to you, but if I go, I will send him the Holy Spirit to be in close fellowship with you. So today I'm going to speak about the Holy Spirit as our counselor. Next week, Wayne will be speaking about the Holy Spirit as, as our comforter. But what is a counselor? Well, he is someone that you go to for advice and for direction. He is the one who leads and guides us. You know, the writer of Proverbs says, To trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take. Now, my wife, Manz, and I have tried to live by that principle our whole lives. Excuse me, but if there was ever a time that we need a guide, if there was ever a time that we need to be able to rely on something beyond our understanding, it is now. And maybe to illustrate this, let me use this picture. Many years ago, I'm going to stand because I battle to sit, um, to speak sitting down. Many years ago, we were missionaries in, in northern Mozambique, and, and, and uh, we lived about 4,000 kilometers in a, away from home in this village. And so we had this map, and as we would travel... We'd use the map 
But what we quickly learned, what we quickly realized, is that we needed more than a map. We needed a guide. Because there were those times when we needed common sense. There were times when we needed courage to push on. There were times when we needed divine intervention. You know, I think of some moments where this happened, where the one, the one trip we were traveling, and uh, we um, came to a, to a city in the middle of the night. We had never been there before. I had the name of a person on a paper. And we were saying, God, what, how do we find this person in the middle of the night in an African city? And so as we drove down the road, we, we, we saw someone and we, had, we, we sensed this is that the Holy Spirit saying, ask him. And when we asked this person, we showed them the name. We said, do you know this person? They actually knew the person. And they could direct us to their, to their house and we had a place to sleep. Or another time where we, we, were, we were traveling on one of these long trips and, and we got to a town where we were expecting to put in fuel and, and there was no fuel. And we had to make a decision and we prayed. We said, God, would you help us? We need... We got the map. We know where the road goes, but we don't know whether we should carry on or whether we should stay. You know, sometimes we felt like we should stay and other times we felt we should go. And the one time we went and we ran out of fuel and, and we traveled with no fuel in our tank for about 100 kilometers or more. Those are those miracle moments that don't happen every day. But you know what? With a God, those things happen when we have the counselor leading and guiding us. Now, this is a great picture of the, of the world and the life that we live in. And I don't know what map you're using at this time. My guess is that whatever map you were using is not as helpful as what it used to be. Maybe your map is your traditions or your experience. Maybe it's your plans that you put together and your strategy a year ago or even four months ago. And we find ourselves in a bit different place. Maybe your map is the Bible. And like me, you read it every day. I love the Word of God. But friends, even the written word of God without the Holy Spirit can be cold and unhelpful when you need timing and you need context for your situation and the place that you find yourself. And we have a counselor and he will guide us. Jesus carries on verse 8 and he says, And when he comes, speaking of the Holy Spirit, he will convict the world of its sin and of, and, and of God's righteousness and of coming judgment. But here's some good news. Now, don't look at anybody in your room, okay? Here's some very good news for some of us this morning. It's only the Holy Spirit's job to convict people of their sin. And some of you should breathe out because you felt like it's your job to keep your spouse or your kids or your friends holy <laughs> and to help point out what's wrong. And maybe, maybe um, you the other person, maybe you the person that, like me, where you're the one who people feel they need to help with their sin. And, and you know what? It, that's God's responsibility. And so nobody changes the heart of a man except God. And this is part of the work of the Holy Spirit, part of what, what the counselor does. You see, when we surrender, we begin to find God's heart. Manny and I, man's my wife, we, we have this, this, I think it's a joke, she doesn't. But sometimes when we, 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 we're talking and we, we kind of butting heads, and we, I want to go this way and she's wanting to go that way, and obviously I'm right, I know that. And she, she says, she, I've heard her say to people, it's okay, I'll just go above his head. I'll just go over his head. <laughs> what she's saying? She says, I'm just going to talk to the Holy Spirit about this. Because if this is not of God, then God will convict Mark and he'll make the right decision. Now, I've learned, my wife's a very godly woman. I've learned, listen, when we get to that place, let's just both stop and go and ask God. Some, there's some good marriage advice. Because the Holy Spirit loves to direct and to counsel and to help us. He's the convictor. 
And he's the convincer. He does not condemn, but he does convict and he does convince. If you're feeling condemned this morning, that's not God. But you know what? If you're feeling convicted, I hope you are. If you need to be, it's my prayer for me and it's my prayer for you that the Holy Spirit would convict us of what we need convicting of so that we can step into life. In verse 13, Jesus says, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of His own, but will tell you what He has heard. He will tell you about the future. You see, He will guide you into all truth. And friends, if, if there's one thing you remember from this morning, please remember this. The first truth, the first truth you need to be led into is who you are in Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit will convince you and convict you that you are righteous because you are in Christ Jesus and because Jesus is in you. And this is such an important truth. This is such an important revelation. And I, I remember the first time that this became a reality in my life. It was like walking, into, walking out of a fog. You know, like being, or being in like this, this dark forest where, where you can't really see and stepping into this beautiful, bright, open space. You know what you'll find? This is what my experience was. When this truth became real to me, everything looked different. The world looked different. People looked different. People that I used to look at and despise and I looked at and I had love in my heart for them. Why? Simply because I began to understand as the Holy Spirit gave me understanding that I was made right with God through Jesus, that I was made righteous, that I was holy as I stood before Him. You see, when you know that God has made you holy and righteous, you will live like it. And so many of us are struggling to leave habits and, and, and certain sins that seem to weigh us down. Well, friends, it starts with understanding this truth. Because when we understand that, we begin to live like it. And we'll walk out of the things that God's already set us free from. Paul says, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. And again, he says this, so letting your, your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. God wants peace for you. God wants peace for me. And the Holy Spirit will counsel us. He'll lead us and he'll guide us into that. Friends, the Holy Spirit is the ultimate counselor. And this morning, if you will ask him and listen to him, you will discover life, peace, and joy, and freedom. He's not waiting for a church service to give you goosebumps. You know, I love speaking about the Holy Spirit, but if I speak to church people so often, I know their mind races off to some kind of experience in a church. He's waiting for an invitation from you to strengthen you for every moment of every day. You know, when my daughter, my oldest child, was, was when Mandy um, um, gave birth to her, what I was most excited about is that I would be able to teach my child how to hear God and how to engage with the Holy Spirit. You see, He wants to meet you when you need wisdom to parent your child. Because as parents, I know I'm a parent, we don't know what to do half the time. When you are negotiating that business deal, He's right there, and if you will ask him, he'll give you wisdom, and he'll show you when to say yes and when to say no. Or maybe in this season, it's, it's trying to redefine and, 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 and uh, learn how to do business in a new world. Well, he wants to counsel you, and he will. When you don't have the words to speak, he will give you the words to speak if you will just ask him. When you don't have the courage to continue to love that person who's hurt you and wounded you, you know what, if you will ask him, 
He will give you that courage and He'll lead you in that. You see, when you're trying to make plans for a future in an unstable world, you need a God who's already there, who's already gone before you. The Holy Spirit wants to do that for you this morning. If you will just ask, if you'll just acknowledge Him. Friends, let me stop for a moment. Many of us are thrown by the uncertainty of our current world because so many of us find more confidence in man's predictions and in our ability to plan than to be led by God. And I love to plan, but man, we need to learn to be led by the Holy Spirit. I've always had this picture in my mind. And it's, um, it's really simple. And it's this. How do you cross a minefield? Well, you simply walk in the footsteps of the one who's already gone before you. And I always remember this when I'm facing situations where I'm confused and I don't know what the next step is. And the one who's gone before you is Jesus. And the Holy Spirit has come to lead us in the way of Jesus, in His footsteps. You know what? You will look back and realize what God's brought you through if you'll just put your hope and your trust in God who is in you and who speaks to you and who hears. I love the way Paul ends his letter to the Corinthians. He says, these words that I'm reading from the, the message version. He says, the amazing grace of the master. He says, may the amazing grace of the master, Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit. It's all about relationship. It's all about trust. And it happens one moment at a time every day in every moment. This is not for big conferences or for churches. This is for life. Okay. So many struggle to trust God. And there's a reason we struggle to trust God. Okay. It's, it's, it's because we, 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 we haven't learned to do this yet. We haven't practiced trusting God in these moments. And so friends, I want, I want to encourage you that when we come to God, we need to believe that He is God. You see, we struggle to trust God because we don't believe that we are who God says we are. And when we understand that truth, here's, here's what I know of most of us. We believe that God can. We just don't believe that God will. And the reason being because we don't believe that we are God's sons and daughters who He loves with all of His heart. The other reason is we don't practice trusting God. And uh, your faith will be directly influenced by the reality of your relationship with Jesus. You see, friends, when, when Jesus is real to you, you'll trust Him. And the Holy Spirit leads us into that reality. So this morning, there are just two things. Two things that I really want us to, to leave with, I want to ask you to take a hold of. The first is this. Would you ask the Holy Spirit to be your counselor this morning? You see, He is the ultimate counselor, but is He your counselor? You need to ask Him. And if you're going to ask Him, then would you commit to obey whatever he tells you to do. See, Jesus sets this beautiful example in the garden before he's about to go to the cross. And he says, Father, if, if this cup can be taken from me, if this situation can be changed, please do it. But if not, not my will, but yours be done. And if we can come to the Holy Spirit with that confidence of saying, God, I don't fully understand you, but I'm going to trust whatever you tell me to do. We'll find ourselves walking in obedience and we'll find ourselves stepping into wonderful blessing. It will be difficult at times. It will be challenging at times. Jesus' obedience led him to the cross. But it also led him beyond that to a place of honor where his name is above every other name. 
And that's our desires. We want to honor God. The second thing that I want to ask of you, would you commit to building an intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit this morning? Would you commit to maintaining a conversational relationship with Him? Would you commit to, to welcoming, into, welcoming Him into every aspect of your daily life, your marriage, your parenting, your business, whatever it may be? So friends, I want to pray with you because I've been praying for you all week. And I know that God wants to do something, and He's already speaking to many of us this morning. But God wants to do something in your heart, right where you are, in your home, or wherever you're joining us from. While I've been speaking, as the Holy Spirit's been speaking, I know this is some of what He's been saying, because He's put this in my heart. For some, He's been convicting us of sin. And if that's you, I'm going to give you an opportunity to respond to Him where you are. And that's simply to confess your sin and say, God, I acknowledge I need a Savior, I need help. And to walk, be, to walk away from it. How do we do that? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. For some, He's been convincing you that you are who Jesus says you are. And you're beginning to understand for the first time that I don't have to do the things I've done because I've been set free. For others, He's speaking words of guidance. You've been wrestling with, with a situation and God's saying, here's the next step. And it may not even make total sense, but here's the next step. So right where you are, right now, let's respond to whatever the Holy Spirit is saying to you. And it'll lead to an action. Maybe you need to go and apologize to somebody that you've treated badly or you've spoken harshly to. Maybe you've been misbehaving. Maybe you've been living in fear. I don't know what it is, but God's speaking to you right now. So won't you join me? And we're going to pray together. Holy Spirit, I thank you, Lord, that in this moment, you are speaking to every person who has joined us. Lord, I thank you. You know the depth of our hearts. You know our fears, our insecurities. You know our concerns. Lord, you know the practical challenges that we face. And Lord, I love that you are so practical that you are so kind and that you are so wise. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would make your peace and your love and your presence known to every one of us in this moment. And Lord, as we choose to trust you, maybe for the first time, maybe for the first time to say, God, I'm surrendering my life to you. Lord, I thank you that you would meet us in that place. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. You see, friends, this life that we live is not a life of struggle. It's a life of yielding. It's not a life of effort. It's about union. It's about oneness with God. As you go into this next week, can I encourage you to, to keep your eye on our, our, our um, social media streams. We've got some great things coming up. There's going to be some great talks and information that's going to be put out there. So don't miss out on what God's doing in us as a group of people, as the Holy Spirit speaks to us, as He leads us, as He comforts us, as He guides us. May God bless you and have a fantastic week.